Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. There is a game that people play sometimes, uh, and it kind of goes like this. When I say a name, what comes to mind? In terms of uh, what do you most know about that person? What is the first thing that comes to your mind? Or what kind of a response does it evoke? An emotion does, does it evoke? So let's just do that for a moment. I'm going to say the name of some very well-known people throughout history. And there are so many, many names that I could say, but I don't have time on this podcast to go through a long list. So when I say a name, think about what comes to mind first. Here we go. Abraham Lincoln. What comes to your mind? What comes to my mind is he freed the slaves. Albert Einstein. There are many of us who would want our children to relate to that, right? Genius. Here's one. Adolf Hitler. What do you think about? How do you feel when you hear that name mentioned? Charles Darwin. There's a famous name in history and a name that has made a great impact on the way people think and believe. Evolution obviously comes to mind when we hear that name. Socrates or Aristotle. I would put both of them in the same breath. We think about uh, great uh, thinking. We think about philosophy when we hear those names. Here's one, Shakespeare. Obviously, Shakespeare is known for his plays, his writing, and uh, that name would definitely evoke uh, some thoughts from some people. Well, here's a name, Jesus. What comes to your mind when I say that word? Uh, how would you relate to that name, uh, both intellectually and what emotions does the name Jesus evoke? I guess the question here is, who is Jesus? And that question forms the basis for the next several podcasts. Who is Jesus? You know, uh, I would believe that very few would uh, argue with the fact that he was a historical figure. There's so much evidence for that fact. And, and among scholars, I don't believe there's much argument as to whether or not the historical figure Jesus existed. There are many that would say he was a great teacher. And, you know, there are some that might believe that he was a madman, a lunatic. And, you know, if you follow the uh, logic out, he would almost have to be that rather than a great teacher, because in his teachings, he made some pretty wild claims, including the claim that he was God. And so, if he really wasn't, someone claiming to be God and really believing it themselves had to be a madman, a lunatic, or a liar, you know, telling people something that is, that is not true. Some say, well, he was just a legend, a legend, you know, that uh, his followers built him up and, and, he, and he was a legend. But no, I don't think anyone would argue that this Jesus, the name of Jesus, 
this historical person has had perhaps the greatest impact on human history of any other person that ever lived. I believe that that is definitely true. But in order to to honestly answer this question, who is Jesus, we have to go to a time-tested source for for real answers, for reliable answers. And that time-tested source is none other than the Bible. Now, if you come to this study with a predisposed uh, prejudice uh, immediately, uh, this is not going to help you very much. But if you come with an open mind, then there, there's some real hope. There's some real hope that you can get some answers. When I say that we go to the time-tested source, the Bible, uh, think about it for just a moment. Here is a book that has existed now, uh, the New Testament, for 2,000 years plus, and the Old Testament much longer than that. These 66 books have stood uh, much scrutiny and have stood direct attacks, even attacks that that, uh, sought to to wipe this book off the face of the earth. And yet, uh, the more that we learn, both scientifically and and, um, archaeologically, uh, all of those things uh, continue to, to, um, to verify the the accuracy of the scriptures, not to mention the fact that uh, this book has has impacted the lives of literally millions of people, and has uh, impacted history in, in a great way. This book claims to be the inspired, God breathed word, God's very word, and and I need to tell you right on the front end that I believe that with every fiber of my being. And so we do go to this uh, time-tested source for some real and reliable answers, the Word of God, to see who is Jesus. And I would say that from the very first verse in the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, all the way to the very last verse in the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, verse 21, it is all about Jesus. Now, you have to study and learn uh, and dig and give it the respect that it deserves in your study, in your investigation, to, to see that. Not every word is Jesus, obviously, and, um, and, 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 and every story in the Bible, do you actually um, immediately see Jesus? No, but when you take the entire narrative from beginning to end, you can see that it, is, that it is obviously about Jesus. There is a thread that runs all the way through the scriptures uh, that, uh, that points back to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, we go to the Word of God to see. I would say that many people know the story of the birth of Jesus and his life on earth, humanly speaking. Uh, they would be familiar with that. They would be very familiar with with the Christmas with the Christmas story. Recently, I took two of my granddaughters to a a movie that uh, is out in the in the uh, theaters, and that movie is called The Star, and it is the story of Christmas through the eyes of animals. Cute little story. And what I was um, happy to see is the basic narrative of the birth of Jesus. It is there in that story. 
And and um, I I was happy to see that they didn't try to pervert that narrative, even though they took a lot of creative license in telling the story. Obviously, it was there. Many people know the story of Jesus' birth, and many people know at least some parts of his human life. But what many don't know is there's so much more to this true story than that. And we start where we really should start with the answering the question, who is Jesus? And, and the first answer that we would give is this, Jesus is the eternal God pre-existing before his human birth. Oh man, what a crazy claim, but it is absolutely the truth. We turn to, to the Gospel of John, the fourth Gospel in the New Testament, and we look at verses 1 to 3, and here's what it says. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being. So let's just look and see what this is actually saying. In the beginning, that phrase correlates directly to Genesis 1-1, where it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And so, in the beginning was the word. That word, uh, that phrase, in the beginning, literally takes us back to the creation of time, space, and matter, to, to the beginning of, in essence, human history. So, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was there. It assumes existence. There's no record of beginning of the Word. The Word was there at the beginning, at the, at the beginning of time, space, and matter. Already there was the Word. And then the word there is, an, is, is a very interesting word. In the Greek, it's, it's logos. In the beginning was the logos. And this word is a word that John borrowed um, from uh, a Greek uh, philosophical concept, logos. Uh, that concept kind of embodied divine reason. It was a concept more than a person. Uh, divine mind, wisdom, and so on. But John took that word that uh, his audience would have understood, and he brought it into into a, a scriptural reference. And he and he made it not a concept, but he took that concept and he wrapped human flesh around it. And and he said, "This um, in the beginning was the Word." And it obviously the Word refers to Jesus because on down in John chapter one verse fourteen it says, "And the Word was made flesh." and tabernacled or dwelt among us. The, the Word was made flesh. That divine person, that, that divine wisdom uh, was, was made flesh. And so it obviously is re referring to the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And it says, the Word was with God and the Word was God. Uh, so there it is. There's a straight up statement that Jesus is God, and Jesus was with God in the beginning when the world was created. When time, space, and matter was created, Jesus was there. And it goes on to say, um, in, in, ver in verse 2, he was in the beginning with God. He, that word he is literally this one, was in the beginning. And so it, it, it uh, clearly states that there is a separate person from God the Father. 
And, and here we see the triune Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and in other places, uh, the, God the Holy Spirit is, is, is brought in there. And so he is literally there as a separate person in the beginning with Almighty God. And then verse 3 says, all things came into being by him. In other words, he was there and he created everything that exists. He created everything that exists. Well, that is just a, a few observations about the fact that Jesus pre-existed before his birth in Bethlehem. We'll talk more about that on the next podcast. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.